Hello and welcome to ADHD Fest, the podcast where we talk all about adult ADHD and there's a little bit of law of attraction thrown in there as well. I am your host, Tara Pratt. I am feeling the burnout this week. I'm not full-blown burnout yet, but I think it was last week or the week before I was showing off about how long it's been since I've been in burnout. And I can feel it coming. I can feel it in my waters. I'm doing so well. I've been doing well for a long time and I can just slowly feel it creeping up on me. I'm really tired. My brain doesn't seem to be coming up with as many creative ideas. I have been super busy, so it could be to do with that. Like I've had very little time to rest. And it gave me an idea for this week's podcast because I've been doing quite a lot of socializing recently. Lots of work, but also there's been lots of social occasions just mixed in there. Really good ones. Like I went to my sister-in-law's baby shower. I'm very excited to get a new nephew in um, um, July. He's coming along. But I, I can just feel it. I haven't had that time in between social occasions to just recover. Does anyone else get a bit of a social hangover? I feel like it's been worse as I've gotten older. Even I stopped drinking for quite a while and even though I was stopping drinking the next day I would feel like I'd had a bottle of wine the night before. Pete started calling it my social hangover and it stuck. So I haven't had much time in between these social occasions to recover and it got me thinking about masking. Masking is mainly mentioned when talking about autism but it's actually quite prevalent in ADHD as well. Any form of neurodivergence, there will be some form of masking in certain situations. And to be honest, when I was first diagnosed, I thought, no, I never mask. I'm just myself. I'm always myself. But I think it's been so ingrained in me and these coping mechanisms were so automatic that I didn't even realise they were there. And it's only now, like two years later, I have noticed situations where I do mask and it's not that I'm not myself it's not that I'm lying it's just I turn the dial up and that's how I mask I really turn that dial up on my personality I try to be larger than life and I think it's probably related to the fact that I am a performer I was in show business most of my life firstly a dancer then I went into singing and acting I always had to kind of dial up my personality for that so it felt really easy just to do that in social situations as well. I'd love to hear from you if you haven't got a performance background if you still do this if you dial up your personality. So masking I feel like it's probably different for everyone because we all have different struggles obviously ADHD isn't a one-size-fits-all thing it's that old cliche of a spectrum but also just because we all have the same issue of a lack of dopamine or we don't, we're not sensitive to dopamine like um, neurotypicals are, just because we all have that same problem doesn't mean it comes out as exactly the same symptoms. Don't get me wrong, I am shocked all the time about how textbook my life has been. Looking back through, it's like if we even knew a tiny bit about ADHD, back when I was younger it was so obvious it's staring you in the face because we all have the same stories but actually our struggles are totally different I was talking about about how I struggle with time blindness but it manifests in me as always being early because my personality is I hate to be late so I've overcompensated that with being really early and that is a form of masking because the people around me think I'm just really super organized and I'm early all the time but the truth is 
no, I struggle with time. And then another ADHD might be late to absolutely everything and that is how their time blindness manifests. And other people just might not have that problem at all. I am actually going out this evening with three lovely ladies, really good friends, and I'm really excited to see them and have a catch up. But I also kind of feel like I'm dreading it, like in the pit of my stomach. It's absolutely no reflection on them. And there are those friends sometimes where they drain the energy out of you sometimes and you want to see them because you haven't seen them for ages, but you do kind of dread it. This is not that situation at all. They're three really fun girls. I haven't seen them for a while and I'm excited to go, but there is still that little pit of dread. And I was thinking, why am I dreading this so much? And it's because I'm on the cusp of burnout. I'm tired and I feel like I don't have the energy, but really what energy do I need? And I realized it's the energy to mask. These are really fun girls. I like them and I want to show up as my best fun self. I want to dial up my personality for tonight because I want them to think I'm fun like I think they're fun. And I think that definitely is my main way of masking. And it's not that I don't have the energy to go out for a nice dinner, which is quite relaxing. I don't have the energy to mask. And that is what is making me tired. Now, the girls I'm seeing tonight, I don't know super duper well I've known them probably about a year and we go out sporadically um but with my friends back home I've got four best best friends that we've been friends since school and I used to find that I masked a lot with them particularly since I moved away to Leeds when I went home to Liverpool because it's not as often I didn't see them as much I really did want to be like the most fun and the happiest and just slap on a smile and mask 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 I found myself making excuses not to go home because sometimes I was burnt out sometimes I wasn't burnt out I just didn't have the energy to mask I just wasn't in the mood whether it be time of the month or whatever I just didn't have the energy so I would find an excuse not to go and I would tell a lie nine times out of ten or if someone else called it off I'd be so relieved but the truth is I miss the girls I miss those girls back home so it would I would do that and then the moment would pass and I'd just feel gutted that I missed out on that chance to see them so what I have done with the girls back home is I became more open as soon as I got my diagnosis it kind of gave me not an excuse but it gave me a reason for not wanting to do things a lot of us with ADHD are people pleasers we don't want to let people down we if we don't want to do something we can't just say I don't really want to do that as a reason not to do it we always have to have a reason outside of ourselves like oh I'm sorry I can't do that because I've got x y and z when really if we don't want to do something that's a reason in itself like free time doesn't mean you have to use it up if someone offers you something that you don't want to do Anyway, I digress because I did want to see the girls. When I got my diagnosis, I could actually say to them, well, I caught myself a few times like trying to come up with an excuse. And then I thought, no, they know you're diagnosed. They don't understand ADHD and they might be taking it personally. So how about you just try being honest? Just take the mask off and just tell them straight. So I think one time I was full-blown burnout and I was like, girls, I really love you. I really want to come but I'm just massively burnt out and I need some time at home. It's an ADHD thing and it's not anything to do with you. It's just that now and again, I just don't have the energy. And guess what? They responded amazingly well. Other times I have gone home, but I've been like, look, I'm a bit out of sorts at the moment. And I've tried to just 
take a step back. I've sat down at the meal and you've got to remember there's five of us. So when I did take the mask off and I did go for dinner with them, even though I was tired and I didn't dial up my personality, I just relaxed into it, took a seat, seat in the background and listened and watched and just took it all in. That was absolutely fine. I don't know why I've ever been scared to do that. It was fine. They talked enough for all of us. And of course, I like got into the conversation and responded to what they were saying. But all eyes weren't on me. It wasn't like they were relying on me to be the fun one. They just, it was just nice to sit and be with them. And they were fine. They weren't like, oh, Tara, what's wrong? Oh, Tara was a bit boring today. Nothing like that because they know me. So as I say, these girls I'm seeing tonight, I don't know as well. I've only known them for a year, but they do know that I've got ADHD. I do feel like I'm excited to see them. But as I say, I'm scared that I can't dial up the personality. And guess what? I'm going to try and just be honest. I'm going to go. I'm not going to like bring it up straight away, obviously, but I'm just going to take a little seat back in the conversation and let them shine and not feel any pressure to mask. I'm just going to enjoy my meal, enjoy the conversation. And if they ask me, am I okay? Or if I feel like I'm being a bit boring, I'll just tell them and I'll just go, girls, the ADHD is creeping up on me at the moment and I'm feeling a bit burnt out. So I can't be full-blown fun at the moment because I don't think masking is always a bad thing. I am still peeling back the layers of what is masking and what is my personality. And masking is seen as this bad thing, like, oh, we should be ourselves. Well, the truth is, yeah, you should. In situations where you are not being yourself because you feel pressure, then yeah, you should be open. You should be like, this is me and not try and cover it up or make excuses or tell lies to cover it up or, you know, make jokes and mask. If you don't feel like that's the way you want to be, then yeah, you should take that mask off in a safe space. But actually, sometimes I like the mask. I'm so used to it now and I like fun Tara, if I speak about myself in the third person for a minute. I like being the fun one. I come home after stuff like that. And yeah, the anxiety does creep up a little bit where I'm like, oh God, what did I say? What did I do? Sometimes I have said something that isn't really in my normal day-to-day personality. Like I wouldn't just say it to Pete, but I've come out with it when I've been out and about and mask him because I've thought, oh, it's a funny joke and I'll say it. And yeah, sometimes the anxiety does creep up like, oh God, hope they don't think this, that or the other. But you know what? The truth is no one has ever pulled me on saying things like that. It usually gets a laugh. They might think something for about two seconds, but not to the magnitude that my RSD, rejection sensitive dysphoria, would have me believe. And you know, we all kind of act a little bit different when we're in company. Yeah, sometimes I do enjoy the masking. It's more fun for me. But as I say, if I haven't got the energy now, I'm just honest. I try to be honest wherever I can. And the truth is, when I was lying before, half the time I didn't even know I was lying. Like, I'd be feeling so tired and then I'd go out and I'd full-blown mask and act with loads of energy even though I didn't want to. And it became act as if. And it became the reality. I didn't realise that obviously because I wasn't diagnosed, I didn't realise that I was pretending to have fun. Does that make sense? Even though it was pretending, by the time I'd done it for like half an hour, 45 minutes, it became real fun. Whereas now I don't push myself like that because I know it leads to burnout. Now I won't pretend when I feel really bad. I'll just be like, girls, I'm just not feeling me full self and I'll just be a bit quieter in the corner. 
and no one has stopped inviting me out yet. So that is my two cents on masking, but I also wanted to relate it this week to manifesting. Law of attraction wise, when we manifest, one of the number one tips that people give you is to act as if. So say you want a brand new job or a promotion, you need to believe it so much that it's yours. You visualize it, you believe it's yours, and then you act as if it is true. So you'd be like, let's say you were looking for a partner, you'd be like, okay, if I had a partner, I wouldn't be changing my side of the bed every night. So I'll always sleep on the left side of the bed so that my partner, when they come, are going to sleep on the right. I'm going to make space for them in my wardrobe. You basically act as if. And then when you like talking to friends or whatever, obviously you don't want to look totally crazy. (laughs) So you wouldn't be like, oh no, I can't because my boyfriend's waiting for me at home because obviously they know you don't have a boyfriend. But you'd be like, oh, I'll check the calendar if they ask you for plans or whatever because you know in future you will have someone else to consider and you'll always have to be checking your calendar so you act as if and it's similar to masking in the sense that as I said sometimes I act as if I'm having fun even though I'm not I'm tired and I'm totally masking but then it becomes a reality and that kind of is manifesting I'm acting as if I'm having fun and eventually I really am having fun I think masking is actually a really powerful tool when you're manifesting because we're so used to doing it. We're so used to acting as if these things are true. I think it can be a real advantage. But on the flip side of the coin, masking in a negative sense. So acting in a way that isn't true to your core because you want to fit in with the world around you. So say like, you've got a special interest that really isn't the norm. This used to be me. I've got quite a few interests and hobbies that I would say were not the norm for the circle around me. Like I love crochet. I used to run a sticker shop where I made stickers for life planners. What else have I done? Just real nana, (laughs) nana hobbies. And my friends tend to be real cool girls. Like I don't know how that's happened because I'm a complete nerd. But the friends I'm usually attracted to are real cool girls. Like they wouldn't be caught dead knitting. They wouldn't be, you know, making stickers like cartoon stickers to be printed out and putting stickers in their books and stuff. Also the crystals, like it's, it for a long time, it felt out of my comfort zone to be honest about that and the law of attraction stuff as well. So for a long time, I hid those hobbies from my friends And that was masking in a way of hiding who I really am. And in that way, I think masking can really backfire on manifesting because you're holding back that part of who you are, who you want to be, what lights you up. And instead you're going out there and acting in a way that really is not true to you. And I think you will manifest things you don't really want. They don't light you up. So when you're out and you're like, oh yeah, I love, I don't know the latest trend, the latest fashion, whatever. And really, you couldn't give two hoots. I'm going to liken it to my little boy. Um, He loves drama and stuff, and there's no other boys in the drama class. But he isn't so good at football, but he really wants to act like, yeah, I love football. Football's the best thing ever. And he's only six, so who knows, you know, by the time he's 10, he might absolutely genuinely love football. But like he is masking in that way and he's attracting what he doesn't want into his life. So the more he says he loves football, the more people are going to ask him to play football. 
the more I say I love a latest trend. Maybe my friends are like, oh, we've got tickets for this singer who's dead trendy. Do you want to come? And I've got to be like, yeah, great. I'm attracting more and more of what I don't genuinely love, want and need in my life. So masking can absolutely backfire in that way when you're trying to manifest. I want to say now that all my, what I classed as weird hobbies before, I've actually realised through the help of Peter, my husband, actually, that they're not weird at all. It just wasn't my circle that I've been hanging around with, just aren't interested in those things. I've been online and I've been to events and I've spread my wings a little bit and I have found so many cool people that love all the weird hobbies that I love that definitely are not weird at all. I've got some really cool friends and we talk about crochet. I met so many nice people doing my sticker shop. Crystals has absolutely blown up so much now that I've got a podcast that is half about it. So now that I'm being my true self, I really am manifesting things that completely align with me. So that has been amazing to drop the mask in in that way and stop trying to fit myself into the box that I think everyone expects of me. It's really given me confidence to drop those masking tendencies and just be who I am. And I have 100% been manifesting things that align completely with who I am and what I want. So in summary, masking, delve into there, find out what you are doing. You might not even realize the things that you're masking about in your life and work out for you, is it a positive mask or is it a negative mask? If it's positive, by all means, keep doing it. No one says just because you realize something is masking that you have to drop it and you have to you know, become this different person, as long as it's not too far from exactly who you are. Like for example, when I'm masking, when I'm out and about, it's just dialing up my real personality. It's not the opposite of my real personality. And I think sometimes that's healthy and it's a bit safer, especially in environments with people who you don't know very well. Masking can really help. So still try and work out where you're doing that so that you can when you're coming up to burnout you know what is tiring you out you know what is draining your energy it could be like me you're going out with people that you actually really like it's nothing to do with them being draining it's just that you haven't got the energy to mask and and you enjoy masking in that environment it's always more fun for me when i've got the energy to do it and then weed out the things that are negative masking examples and really just try your best to work out a way to move away from it if it means you've got to go out and find more people that are interested in your interests if it means you've got to spend more time at home alone and you've got to make space in your diary and book it out and even if you do have to tell a fib like oh no thursdays i I don't know, do homework with the kids when really you're just having like an hour at home by yourself. Do that and just take care of yourself. Make sure when you are masking that it aligns with who you are because you never know, you might be manifesting things that align with that mask rather than what aligns with you. And that is the end of this week's podcast. If you are like me and you are nearing burnout, please go and give the Burnout Bible a look. I'll leave the link below. It could really help. It's been really helping me. Something else that I released at the beginning of this week was a little freebie for you all. It's for those of you that are not diagnosed yet with ADHD, you're thinking about diagnosis or you are already on the waiting list for diagnosis. 
but um, it's one of those like three-year waiting lists or something. It's a, basically a guide to the right to choose route through the NHS, whereby they have private clinics that they use and they're contracted through the NHS and it, you don't pay for anything from start to finish. So yeah, I've got that freebie on there for you as well. I'm going to leave that down below and it includes checklists, the guide to tell you exactly what step to take one after the other. And it also includes the forms for those right to choose clinics. On the subject of private clinics, I know there's been the Panorama documentary this week and I did put out a little bit of a statement on it over on my Instagram reels and on my TikTok. The TikTok is longer if you want to go and check out exactly my thoughts on it. Um, it's ADHD underscore fest. It's about a three minute reel, but I couldn't put that over on Instagram. They only let me have a minute. Um, on Instagram, I'm ADHD fest. My thoughts in short, I'm not watching it because I don't want to add to the ratings or the amount of viewers, whatever. But what I've heard, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that the BBC would do this. I don't support it. And it's my understanding that a lot of the big ADHD groups and entities in the UK also do not support Panorama and this bogus documentary. If you want to hear me thoughts, come on over to social and you can hear it. But that's all the time I'm going to give it, really. I hope you've all had a brilliant week. I hope you're going to have a fabulous weekend. I'm about to go out. I've got to go and dry my hair. So I'll see you all next week. Love ya. Bye.